when something's in the whole sport says, somebody says, Hey, I think it's a good idea to do that. And somebody needs to tap on the shoulder and say, what if we just didn't do that? We just left it alone. Let's just say, say stage breaks, right? Yeah. Like stages, like, what, what if we just didn't do that? I think it'd be okay. We just need to not worry. You know, I mean, something yeah. that, that doesn't really, everybody thinks it's going to be better, but sometimes they're not always better. It's the Kenny Wallace conversation brought to you by Jags. Your opinion on NASCAR right now, what is it? Well, I think that it is as good or better for the time than anything else. 15 years ago, it was as good as it was for the time. But times have changed, right? So it's it's not easy. It, it was easy back then in, in 95 to 2005. It just kind of happened. You know, the popularity, you know, the 75 million fans or whatever it was called. And, you know, when Dale Sr. was alive and we had all these uh, drivers that were um, liked by so many. Right. Yep. And we had sponsors that put everything into place to make a lot of people household names. Coca-Cola. Mm, good point. You know. Uh, interstate batteries, you know, you had Jeff Gordon with DuPont, you had UPS with Dale Jarrett, you know, you had so many sponsors and Mark Martin Folgers for Valvoline, you know, I mean, you just, you could rattle them off today. It's like, it's harder to do. So to me, I don't know that anybody could have predicted what took place in the last 10 years or since Earnhardt passed away, how this, how it was going to go. Y'all think it's going to get bigger and better and all that stuff. I mean, my gosh, TV and streaming and YouTube and blah, blah, blah. I mean, every, a, lot, a lot of stuff has changed from what, when in those glory years, right? So in my mind, I think that no different than then, it could have been better. No different than now, it can be better. But I think for what, what everybody is giving, given the circumstances of life, the circumstances of, you know, attention spans, atten- you know, phones or whatever it could be. I think it's one hour show and they watch five minutes because they can't go anymore because the brain's yeah, messed up. Yeah. Now. Right. Everybody's <laughs> saying what I want to say. Yeah. But, I mean, so I think in my mind, I view it as every race is, I mean, I hate when people say, Oh, it's a terrible race. I'm like, they know terrible races. They're all good. It just depends yeah. on what side of the fence you want to look at it. You want to look at it as great. Or, or if you don't like, if you don't like wrecking, Okay, then that's your opinion. But if you, if I mean, if you like wrecking, that's your opinion. If you don't like wrecking, my opinion is it was a great race. Dover's going to be a great race. I can tell you that before because there's going to be some things in it that I know about that sometimes the fan doesn't know about. Well, we're jaded. We know too much. We right. So, so saying that, could it be better? Yeah, but I also think that not every idea is a great idea, right? I have some, what I think is a great idea. Not very good, but it happens that way. So, and you learn by your mistakes or you, you, you know, I mean, sometimes you just don't make those mistakes, right? Cause, and you, you have somebody to me, somebody needs to be on your shoulder back here saying, you go, man, I think it'd be great if we change this to uh, a glass bottle and blah, 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 blah. And people are like, so somebody needs to say, why would you do that? You know, I mean, that's a bad example, but, you know, why would you do that? And so um, somebody somebody needs to be in charge 
on some things to say when some things in the whole sport says somebody says, Hey, I think it's a good idea to do to that. And somebody needs to tap on the shoulder and say, what if we just didn't do that? We just left it alone. Let's just say, say stage breaks, right? Yeah. Like stages, like what, what if we just didn't do that? I think it'd be okay. We just need to not worry. You know, I mean, something yeah. that, that doesn't really, everybody thinks it's going to be better, but sometimes they're not always better. Right. Let but, me comment on something. But, but there is a lot of things that are good, but it's just evolution of how it could be a little bit better here, a little bit better there. You, you and I are on the same wavelength and I have specific questions going on with NASCAR, but I want to talk about that for a minute. Ed Laukas, who was the president of Toyota, was a friend of all of ours. Uh, he's still doing great, but he's not in charge of motorsports at NASCAR anymore. He mm -hmm. said something to me I'll never forget. He said, as soon as those NASCAR cup cars change their paint jobs, they dilute everything. Mm -hmm. So all I have to do, Bobby, is see the color green. And I think of Bobby Lapani. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, like, I like what you said back then. And, and me and you aren't doing that. You know, I, I ran through the snow and a, a foot, you know, foot of snow. And we're not doing that. But what you're saying that I do want to comment on, I want to compliment you. You are brilliant because Ed Laukas said that. So we made superstars back then because Earnhardt was the GM Goodrin Chevrolet. Rusty Wallace was Miller. Miller. I mean, Jeff Gordon Terry was, was Kellogg's. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh. So it is of my opinion that we have this small circle now. Uh, the names, I mean, Joey Logano's a two-time champion. Yes, he, he's a legend. He kind of got in right at that. But I mean, for me, it is harder nowadays to make superstars because every race, it's like, okay, what car is a Ross Chastain driving? Oh, mm -hmm. he's driving Fred's towing now. And then tomorrow he'll be riding, driving moose, moose car. Yeah, oh. so... You bring up a good point. It's very hard to make NASCAR superstars because we don't know what the hell car they're in. All right. And that that is that's where Interstate Battery, Coca-Cola put me up my name. You know, when when I had a stand up every weekend at the racetrack in a Walmart or in a food line or. A, yeah, they knew you. Uh, Kroger's or, or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, that that's that's one thing. Now, saying that and and. and let me just say it this way is I want, I would love to see Eric Jones, a Christopher Bell, a Ross Chastain, um, just to name a few it to have that household name yeah. or, and, and, and be don't. able to earn that money that, you know, that, you know, um, you're, you're known so much more, not from the melon, what last lap deal, but for, you know, being there consistently. Uh, and I, I can't do nothing about the sponsorship, but I, I hope I want those guys to be able to have that long career flourish and not, um, and enjoy it. Like I did, you know, now how do you do that? Yeah, you, you didn't have so, to be a race fan. You just walked in somewhere and you're like, wow, there's a stand up of oh, Bobby the body. And when they yeah. saw you, yeah, they made right. millions of standups. Yeah, uh, Kurt, Kurt Bush, you know, Sharpie, you know, I mean, that was huge, right? So, so to me, back then, there was a, the connection was easy because of what you said, all the cars, the drivers, and it just made it easy, right? Harder now. So it's tougher. So how do you bridge that gap? Or how do you help that gap out? Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously, Jeff Gordon, 
going to be only or you know with, so big with Hendrick. I mean, he's running it right. Jimmy Johnson coming in, absolutely. You know, Kevin Harvick going to the booth, Boyer in the booth, uh, Burton Dale Jr. on NBC. So the TV thing. So drivers are involved, but I think there's a way. I mean, there is. How can there be a way that I can say that I can promote not just one driver, but you know, promote drivers? Because what happens to me is whenever I was in the mid nineties, I was a, people would say, man, I, I picked you because Davey Allison got killed and you're my next favorite driver. Yeah. right. Or I picked you because so-and-so retired. You're my next favorite driver. I hear it all the time, but you're, but what happens then <clears throat> is it was easier for the dad to bring the kid to the race and enjoy the weekend. Cause it didn't cost so much. And it was just, you didn't have to, you, you had to come watch it or you weren't going to get to watch it. Right. So then today there's a, a bigger disconnect in the kids being brought by the dads. So I see the dads, I see the dads now because he was a kid when he remembered me, he's bringing his kid, but it's just not quite the same. So if he can connect me with his, me and his kid, then hopefully as impressionable as kids are today, that they'll go, Oh, NASCAR. I remember my dad took me there instead of like, I went to some race and I don't remember it because I was blah, blah, blah. And too busy doing looking at my phone, you know? So how do you connect all that together? And I think everybody does a great job at grassroots racing. It kind of puts people out there, you know, the SRX gets the, you know, different, you know, I mean, I think it's all there, but it's just how, you know, I mean, it's just, how do you keep up with that? And, and how do you keep the 55 year old guy with his 12 year old kid or eight year old kid or whatever that, how do he, how does he get him involved in, in NASCAR where he's a fan? So how do you get that happening? And this is this is not a dig. Uh, this is me. Uh, the reason we are where we're at is because uh, we're not balanced anymore. We we don't need ten million dollars to run the year. We need twenty million. So therefore, there's no corporate company in America. There there's not one corporate company in America that you go, hey. I need twenty million dollars. I think the last one could be FedEx, and mm-hmm. we we know we know for a fact. And then you, this is me saying this. We know that Denny Hamlin is possibly the highest paid driver right now, maybe making six million dollar base, and there's ones making four hundred thousand base that are running in the top ten. And this is all because we can't get that money. So we're are we're out of whack. The sport costs too much for the money you can get. And that's why we have a different sponsor every single week on the car. And I, I just wanted to say that. So uh, but, penalties but, and fines. But I think that NASCAR is, but I think NASCAR, I think everybody, I think there's a, for the, the way the society is, I think NASCAR is doing a great job at a lot of things. So and it's, but it's, it's also, they were dealt cards 20 years ago. And they handled it this way and they're dealt cards now and they handle it this way. Yep. And it's, it's, it's not that it's, you know, they're not doing the wrong thing. It's just learning the new thing, a new so, way to do things. Yeah. So you, you and I are good with our money. We're not dummies. Uh, years ago, me and you built a whole, whole race car, whole cup car. Now I'm not talking years ago, maybe let's go 20 years ago. We built a whole cup car for 150 grand and that's, that's stretching it. Yeah. I've talked to everybody. I mean, the cars right now are 400,000 plus or, you know, I mean, plus not minus. So that's what I say by out of balance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
you know, so, okay, moving on. A uh, couple more things, the fun stuff about NASCAR. Uh, I asked Tony Stewart and I asked Mark Martin, these penalties and these fines, what is your, what is your thought on the, you know, penalties and the fines right now? It seems like it's unbelievable. It's like every week. We've gotten skewed out of whack here on this because there's a, for people to get fined and suspended and it's like over the greenhouse is a millimeter. I mean, that's exaggeration, but off, you know, it's like, same thing. Oh my God. Oh yeah. You know, and, and the humidity and the, and the, the, the sunshine changed that more than somebody, you know? So, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's, I mean, it's like timeout, timeout. What are we <laughs> I love here? it. That's what, what I would here? do. Timeout. You're, yeah, like, you're giving timeout. me crap about, Oh, 65. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like timeout. Why, why don't we, why don't, why can't we make it where it's not, not all that important anymore and somehow just kind of put it back to the, some ingenuity and some driver and some luck, you know, instead of everything's got to be the thickness of this glass here, you know? And it's like, dude, I mean, I mean, I, that all that does is cost more money. Right the teams so saying all that you know and I, I think to me if you're gonna if you're gonna present a car for inspection I get it present this car for inspection here comes this car rolls in there all right you're clear you're good roll her out to the line and have at it boys you know don't that's it it's over inspection is over take it back home and dissect it right yeah it's over you know don't <laughs> don't do that I mean if and if you know I mean just don't do that. I mean, back in the day, it's if your engine's big, you're kicked out. If your spoiler's too high, that's a problem. But don't go back and, you know, measure. I mean, dissect it so much. It's, I don't know. I mean, again, that's that thing that's like somebody should go, hey, are you doing too much here? Maybe we should yeah. not. Do that. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it. Eating right now, maybe. <laughs> I, just, I just hate that. I tell you what, just easy on the fines, easy on the penalties and just go easy for a little bit. I'm not saying you got to you got to meet the criteria of the rules. We got too many damn rules. So yeah, right, and and, and and the problem is is that that now this is just me. It's not a question. I I just like to create conversation with you. For me, I do the Kenny Wallace YouTube show, and the penalties and the fines are bigger than the race. Uh, it's like uh, you know Joey Logano won the race, but that's not the story. The story is. You know, so and so got fined four hundred thousand dollars, and that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Whenever I, I mean, I hate this is knows too much too TMI here, but it goes back to that Monday morning. You're at the office, which nobody works anymore from office. But if you go to the office and you're standing, <laughs> see, that's why you're funny, <laughs> pissing in the urinal. He's the guy beside you. Hey, see, Joe jo Legato won. Yeah, man, it's a heck of a race. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, but he got he got kicked out. You just want here to we go. Yeah. All right. I'm just, I'm sorry. I just peed all over you. I just walked out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, so you're right. So it's, it's more about, it's, it's more about the drama, right? Than the actual race. So, yeah. and it's like, Oh my God. I mean, that talk about, I mean, that's just, I mean, that over it's overwhelming too much. And yeah, I, I don't, I, I wish that wouldn't happen. I mean, I, 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 wouldn't it be nice to go about six or eight weeks or 12 weeks without anybody getting any fined or we're getting any penalties it. and let's just, let's just have a race. You know, I mean, that Sonoma race was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, 
that track house car won and Chastain was second and Suarez was third. And they had this and new guy. ran out of gas at the top of the hill. Yeah. And man, that was awesome. Did you see that guy turn over on the tires? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Traitor. Uh, and so at, at the end and then, and go, all right, you know, good game. Let's go next week. Yeah. Okay. And instead of like, Oh, Oh, uh Oh, somebody was, 30,000 off. masking tape on the front of his car. Yeah, and we had 16 people had to be sent home because they didn't go through inspection the first time. It's like, uh, I mean, so the story and then the other story and the other story outweighs that story. I mean, I know what they're trying to do. They don't want, you know, it's not like it used to be where we'd fudge everything and Buster would go, well, it just don't look right. I know, it would, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I, I get it, but it's like, I don't know. I don't Some know. Some people say to me, the, the, you know, like I said, I'm jaded. Some people inside the sport will say, well, you don't, you don't know the whole story. I'm like, yeah, I do. I know the whole damn story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the, the, uh, the car itself, uh, the car itself, the next gen car changed our sport forever. One lug nut, uh, you know, paddle shifting or not paddle shifting, but you know, synchronized shifting basically up. This is a whole new car. Your thoughts on the car. Well, I got to brag a little bit. So um, this new car, I was probably one of the first ones to run this in the sim. Hmm. So I go to Delara. You should brag. And we did the the old car at Kansas and the new car and the next gen car at Kansas. So the few things we were able to do at the time because we didn't have the right map, all the right, didn't have all the right maps for all the arrow and everything like that but we were like changing rear cambers and stuff like that so i run a, a couple of days in the sim and then i think i went to richmond and ran it in the sim and then austin ran it for real at richmond after that right so little known secret this is good little, stuff. Known, little known secret old gadget boy was out there doing it again so um doing the sim thing so yeah um yeah. gadget I, boy I, gadget boy um, <laughs> Your nickname. <laughs> I still have a helmet at Delara in Indy. I need to go get it, actually. That is incredible, um, Bobby. That's yeah. really good stuff. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, um, I think, I don't know. I mean, I know it's hard to work on. I know there's a lot of dang stuff on it. And I mean, that goes back to that penalty if you didn't put the, the race right is good. There. The races are good. But it is. I mean, it's not. I mean, it is new. It is. A, it's, it, it, it is what, you know. We're not racing a 65 Ford rear end with truck arms on it, but you know what? They don't build any more cars like that. I, I get it. You know, I mean, the whole, you know, development of cars that we see on the street. I mean, I get it. We need to look like that. So, I mean, sure. Some of, some of me wishes they'd still had a steering box and a truck arm with that body on it. Yeah. Okay. Just put that body on it. Right. Just put that body on it. But Okay, so then you talk to somebody, it's like, well, we got to have sequential shift, we got to have this, and transit. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So the biggest thing I see is it does race good. I wish it was a little more flexible. Easy, I'll have to say that easy, easy, flexible. Yeah. And um, and I wish it didn't cost so much. I mean, yeah. it'd be a whole lot better to have four, three or four more car owners out there getting into it over 36, you know, 36 cars. Yeah. 38 cars, 36. I mean, I like to see 43 every weekend, right? And so anyway, I mean, but it does race pretty cool, pretty good. And um, yeah, I think the sound's pretty awesome. I mean, at times, I think it's cool. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, again, I, I think it races good. You know, I, 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 I was at Martinsville 
Oh, that's right. I did the TV thing. I was just going to go watch. It. Go I was going to watch. I was just going to watch, but I had to watch something else. But like we went to, I went to Richmond. I was at Richmond for the race on Sunday. Um, we went to Bristol, watched them. Um, you know, we'll go to Darlington. We'll go to the Coke 600. Uh, you know, so I'm still a fan of it. I mean, I'm going to sit in the grandstands or a suite if I can find it and, you know, watch the racing because I still love it. I, it's still racing. Okay. It's still racing. And all the winners last year, multiple winners this year, I think that's good. So I think this car does bring so many good things in the sport. Um, you know, everybody, including myself, is going to go, well, it's not perfect. I wish it were a little bit lighter or a little bit flimsier when you have a wreck. I wish it had a little bit of something, you know, but hey, I think all in all, it's no different than so many things we racers do. We don't like change and we don't like to not change. It's just we don't like nothing. But the change has been good, and it takes everybody a while to get used to it. This year has been a whole lot easier to swallow than last year. Last year was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, this year is like, oh, it's it's just a race car. Then there's drivers, and we're racing, and we're competing for wins. Somebody's going to win, and 36 is going to lose. So there you have it, every weekend. So that brings me to this, um, the very end. What is good about NASCAR? What is good about NASCAR? Um, you know, I, I, I would say the good is what I, what I love about it is they, they are there. It's they are the still there. They're still there. They're still putting on a great race, great show, uh, week in and week out. Um, I think that through COVID, uh, that it could have been, man, it, it you know, it could have gone that way, but yeah. instead they took it. They kept, they kept making it happen, making it happen and they made it happen. And so the commitment that they have, you know, the leadership being Jim, Lisa, uh, on down the line. Um, and then, you know, obviously O'Donnell Phelps and everybody below that, but that whole leadership thing, the decisions that they made through that. And I think that they also, as much as I say, I wish this car was this, wish it was that. I remember standing down there in turn one at Watkins Glen and talking to Jim France and we were looking at an IMSA car go by and he had like, in, in my head, he said something like, these cars need to look like that instead of these whoopy jaw cars, you know? <laughs> I'm like, you know, we are getting kind of whoopy jaw. Everybody's all roofed over and all quarter panels. So, but they know how to make it work, okay? Again, the times are different, but they know how to make it work. They know how to make the show work. They know how to make it all. People get there. The race happens and it all works. It all works. So what, to me, what what's great about NASCAR is they love it because it'd be easy for them to have said, ah, okay, we're just, I mean, it's not as something. How many times could they have sold? My God, that rumor, I mean, they could have sold it a hundred times. Yeah. But instead, you know, even though the racer might go, God, I wish you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have done that. But they see a different version. They're not at 30,000 feet. They're at 50,000 feet. And they see it as a whole. And we just look at it like that. And so I think NASCAR, you know, as much as I can say, oh, I wish they'd have done this. You know what? I probably couldn't do no better. They're doing a great job. And week in and week out, there are so many people that, you know, A, are employed by it, make money at it. And, and fans still enjoy it. They still get everything they can get out of it. 
and it's watched on TV all over the world and people go to the races week in and week out. So, you know, what else can you ask for? And they could have easily, like you said, they could have sold it or they could have, it, they could have made decisions that hurt it instead of really just keeping it going and making it keep making it better. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of the perfect storm. They've weathered the storm. Uh, wow. You and I, well, Bobby, listen, we're coming to an end. And, and I want to say that this is my opinion. You and I were blessed uh, because we were in the greatest time in NASCAR history. There's mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind. Yep. The stats show it. 1985 to 2006, 400,000 people in the stands at uh, the Brickyard, 200, 250,000 people in the stands, uh, you know, at Charlotte. But, buddy, those days are gone. 